Ladies and gentlemen, this evening's performance of The Diz Explorers will begin in two minutes. Excellent listening locations are still available all around Showcase Promenade. Due to the use of alcohol and opinions around the lagoon, for your safety, we request that you remain on the promenade side of all railings. During the show, please watch your step and take small children firmly by the hand. Once again, this evening's performance of The Diz Explorers will begin in just two minutes. Thank you. Adrienne bringing you another mini-sode and tonight I kind of wanted to talk a little bit about how we in my house combat the Disney blues. If you're not familiar with the Disney blues it occurs for me about a week or two after I come back from Disney World where I wish I was back and I'm sad about the fact that I'm back at work or you know taking my kids back at school and kind of in the daily grind where I would much rather be, you know, walking into Main Street or Epcot or riding an attraction or any of the wonderful things that we do when we're at Disney World. So, like I said, I kind of wanted to just go through a few of the things that we do that make us help get through, you know, the, the Disney Blues. The first thing that was suggested to me when I kind of threw this out to the rest of the podcast group was listening to Disney Parks music. We, um, this was from RJ, and he, of course, is a huge uh, music audio fan. He collects all of the little snippets that he uses in our podcast when he edits. But for me personally, I have just discovered a couple of apps that I have on my phone that uh, I use to listen to Disney Parks music fairly often. The first one is called Sorcerer Radio, and it just kind of live streams music from different attractions, from different parts of the parks, and um, here lately, getting close to Christmas, it's doing what is called Santa Radio, where it plays its own versions of the Christmas music that you can find in the parks. So it just kind of helps when, you know, you're driving down the road or... Um, you know, wherever it is that you kind of have time to listen to music to be able to, you know, kind of take yourself back there. I know, especially when we came back from our trip in September from the Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. Uh, first off, if you ever go to that, you will have the Boo To You parade song in your head for weeks afterward anyway. Uh, but we were driving down the road, my daughter and I, and listening to the Sorcerer's Radio and uh, that song came on. So it just kind of, you know, took us back. Even though it had only been a couple of weeks, it took us back to 
how much fun we had on that particular vacation. Another app that I use for listening to Disney Parks music is the um, iTunes, I can't remember what it's called, I'm sorry, but like the iTunes music. If you download the Disney Play app, you can get little snippets of Disney Parks music. And, and then if you have the Apple Music or Apple Play or whatever it's called, I'm sorry, um, you can download full, full tracks. So I use that sometimes too, but I kind of like the Sorcerer's Radio because you never know what you're going to get. Kind of in line with that is something that my husband actually discovered, which is an app called DLC, I believe, um, where, or D yeah, Disney Cams, and it's honest to goodness like traffic cams that are pointed at different places in Disney World Resort, and you can just kind of watch the monorail go by the train station or you know the front of the parks or I think you can also kind of see from the contemporary um and uh so it's just it's it's live it's real time and it's just really kind of neat to see you can't see anything really good because it's traffic game so I mean it's pretty blurry but uh it's still just kind of fun to watch anyway just to see what's going on down there without you another one is called the WDW Today channel and if you've ever stayed in a Walt Disney World Resort and you turn on your TV in your resort room you will know that you are greeted with the uh, times and information channel and it plays I think right now it's for a frozen song and it gives you the park hours and all of those things well this app is basically the exact same thing and it, I haven't figured out how to get it on my TV yet at home but I have it on my phone and you can just watch and it feels for just a, a brief moment that you're back in uh, your Disney World Resort and you know preparing for the day to see what the park hours are. Another thing that was suggested was that looking back at pictures and videos from your past trips, we do that a lot around here. Uh, since I am a blogger and run a Disney World website, anytime that I'm trying to find pictures to go into my different articles and posts. I'm always going back into my own personal collection of pictures and videos. And there are just some videos that I've watched that never fail to make me laugh. There are two that I can think of in particular, my mother and my son both trying the Beverly from Club Cool um, is one of the funniest memories that I that I have from Disney World. And every time I watch those videos, they always make me laugh. So I'm not sad anymore. Thinking about how I'm not there, I am excited and laughing about that memory. And that's what really the pictures and the videos are all about. I, I love being able to go back and think about where we were and what we were doing and what we were thinking and how things have changed and just a little bit about, you know, all of those past trips and how it turns your sadness again into laughter and fun because you remember all of those wonderful memories. The rest of these are kind of almost ways that we prepare too. Um, my husband and I are both huge Disney fans. My sister, you know, has been on the podcast before, also a huge Disney fan. Uh, and so we more often than I should probably admit are sending text messages to each other about did you see what just opened, what restaurant just opened, what food has just come out, or what attraction is coming, or the land that's coming, or the progress on Star Wars land, or whatever. We're texting each other constantly and talking about 
different things that we want to try and how we think they'll be, if we think it'll be fun, or if I've gotten to do something that my sister hasn't gotten to do because she wasn't on that trip or whatever, then, um, you know, I can kind of tell her all about that experience. And so we get to, again, just kind of talk about being in the parks. I also, and again, this might be a little bit of a craziness thing on my part, but I like to plan hypothetical trips and see how much they're going to cost. <laughs> So, for example, if I wanted, I, we haven't stayed at the Polynesian Resort yet, which is on my personal bucket list of resorts to stay in. And so I will go, okay, well, if I was going to go to Disney World next week and we were going to stay five days, how much would it cost to stay at the Polynesian? Would it be open? Would I be able to get fast passes? What advanced dining reservations would I be able to get? And I mean, legitimately sit down at my computer or on my phone and plug it all in and see what's available, see what's possible. Just for, you know, if a million dollars landed in my lap and I could go take whatever trips whenever I wanted. Uh, we also like to plan upcoming trips. Again, y'all know my nickname here on the podcast is the Jedi Master Trip Planner and my sister too is just as insane as I am. So we plan trips out literally years in ahead. We are currently planning a trip for the whole family. So my little core family, my sister and her fiance, and then our parents. And that trip isn't until 2020. And pretty much any time we get together, we're discussing some part of that vacation, whether or not where we're gonna stay, which I think we've already kind of worked out, but when we're going, how long we wanna go, if we're all gonna go down at the same time and come back at the same time, or if we're gonna split it up, what restaurants we think that my parents would try because they haven't been down in years. My future brother-in-law has not been ever, I don't think. So uh, the things that he might enjoy and things that we really want them to experience that we have. So we really do plan out trips years in a hit. And again, that might be insane. Don't really care. Kind of like it. It's kind of fun. And then we can change things around as we need to, of course. But, um, so that's one of the other things that we kind of do to combat those Disney blues is think, well, okay, so we're not there now, but we are going to be there eventually. We also love to make bucket lists in my family. So I'll, the kids and I might talk about what, if you could have any snack, in Disney World, what would you pick? Or if you could go to any restaurant, or what attractions do you really, really want to experience or ride? Ones that you've never done. My kids haven't done Slinky Dog Dash. They haven't seen Toy Story Land yet. So we talk about that a good bit. And uh, I'm currently bargaining with them to get on it because neither of them are really roller coaster fans. So we're working on that. Uh, so yeah, we make bucket lists and again, I know I'm a crazy person and I have Excel spreadsheets for everything, but I really do have an Excel spreadsheet for restaurants and I mark off when I went there, if I liked it, what the date was when I went and uh, so we're working on those bucket lists. I also am pretty active on social media, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, Facebook obviously of course so if I have friends or you know Diz Twitter friends Diz social media kind of friends that are in Disney World more often than I am able to go I love 
looking at all of their posts and their pictures and their videos and their where in Walt Disney World am I right now. I love all of those things and that really, really helps me to kind of get through. So if you out there are listening, please remember to tweet at me if you're there because I want to know all about your trip. It makes me feel better when I'm not able to be there. Another thing that my family does in particular is we watch a lot of Disney vloggers on YouTube. Uh, we are huge Tim Tracker fans around here. We There are several other smaller YouTube vlogger channels that we follow and pretty much daily we're watching some form of a Disney vlog. If it's a Disney food vlog to find out about new foods and restaurants that there are, if it's just people wandering the parks, which is my personal favorite. Um, you know, I love to see people try new things, but I really just like to feel like I'm there with them. So that's one of our, our favorite things to do is watch and explore and find new vloggers. So again, too, if you're a vlogger, please tweet at me. Um, it's at AdriWDWBound because I want to, I want to follow along with you. I want to be there with you. Finally, uh, thing that I'm going to mention that helps me the most more than anything else on this list, the thing that helps me the most about uh, not being sad that I'm not in Disney World is running our website. Uh, I call it ours now because my sister contributes as much if not more than I do these days, but um, our website wdwbound.com became what it is because I needed to plan trips. I just needed to plan them. And I'm, I'm not a travel agent by any stretch of the imagination, but I love researching trips. I love finding everything out about everything that there is to do. I like to find new things. I like to experience new things. I like to think about how I'm gonna combat this particular problem. What do you do with four-year-olds? What are the best rides for four-year-olds in Disney World? And so I would go through all of the Disney World web pages that I could find and compiled my own list of, okay, when we go, this is what my four-year-old will like. And once I had made that list, putting it on the website just made the most sense. So that is definitely how my blogging experience started. It's why it keeps going because things are always changing in Disney World and if you're not there, if you're not experiencing it every day, then you know, you've got to do the work. You got to put in the legwork to figure out what's going on and and the thing that I love doing more than anything is helping other people have good vacations. If I can't be there, I want to make your vacation as good as it can possibly be um, without actually, you know, going there and dragging you around. So having the website helps me to do that. I love being able to refer family and friends to the site and say, yes, this was uh, totally worth the money. Do this. Or no, we went there and it was only okay. You know, if that's your thing, go for it. But, you know, I wouldn't waste my money or my time on that again, whether it be a food, restaurant, attraction, whatever show. So that is kind of the biggest thing that I have found that helps me uh, get through these periods of time where I am not in Disney World, which I'm having a really hard time with right now. Let me just tell you, this time last year, we were gearing up to go uh, for a full week for the Christmas season. And we were probably only about two weeks away this time last year. 
And lately I've just been having a really, really hard time with the fact that I will not be down there for Christmas this year. So doing all of these things has helped me. It has also hurt me. Whenever I watch people go into the Christmas party, I, I struggle a little bit. So I've been avoiding those Disney vlogs, but everything else has been, you know, it's kind of helping me to get there okay. I'm not there now, but I will be there in the future. So anyway, if you have other things that you do that help get you through the Disney blues, please let us know, um, you know, on any form of social media that you prefer, tweet us, put something on our Facebook page, um, at the Diz Explorer so that we can commiserate together that we're not currently in Disney world. So thank you for listening. Really appreciate it. Y'all have a great day and we're signing off. Thanks. Follow our troop at www.dizexplorers.com where you can find all the links for all our hosts' social media accounts. You can also follow the podcast on our Facebook group at The Diz Explorers and on Twitter and Instagram at The Diz Explorers. You can download this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher Radio, and also on YouTube. Thanks for listening. Hope you had a good time. Spectral Magic.